Another episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello. And we have made it to Pittsburgh. We have. Western PA. We're actually in New Stanton, Pennsylvania, just a little south of Pittsburgh. Pretty exciting week coming up here for Home Run on Wheels. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, before we got to the Pittsburgh area, we were in the Cleveland area, as you know, if you've been listening. And we took in the All Star Game festivities. Uh, we didn't go to the game itself because, again, tickets were extremely expensive. But uh, I was down there the night of the home run derby. And I got to say, just being outside the stadium for that, it was pretty exciting, especially when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. came up the first time and hit 29 home runs in one round to break the home run derby single round record. And then he came up in the second round. He matched his own record. Uh, but he and the uh, eventual winner, Pete Alonso of the New York Mets, both these guys are rookies, by the way, which is pretty incredible. Really? I didn't realize they both were. Yeah. And uh, they just, I mean, just swing after swing, they matched each other and, and they ended up going, I mean, if you want to use like basketball terms, they went to like triple overtime before Alonso eventually prevailed. Uh, it, it was It was really, really cool. Yeah, so what was the energy like outside the stadium? Because I had to stay home. I wasn't feeling well. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. And so, especially when uh, there was one time when a ball did get out of the stadium. Well, first of all, Guerrero hit one that went foul. And it took a high bounce in the left field concourse. And then it bounced and got lodged under... Like b- between a beam and a banner that was hanging outside the stadium, so it just it was hanging be- on on this banner. It said All Star Game, and it was hanging. It was just sitting there right beneath the S in All Star on this banner. That's funny. About fifteen feet up, so nobody could get it. And, so you could have had a chain, you know, have a bunch of people on each other's shoulders. They could have got that well, right. Fifteen feet. Just kidding. Yeah. But that kind of reminds me of um, the game. Wasn't that in Houston where we had the game when uh, the ball went up in the rafters? Yeah, yeah, it was against the A's, and yeah. uh, it was uh, Stephen Piscotty hit that, I, I believe. It was another foul ball that got stuck in, in like a, a V joint with the beams and and the rafters and stuff. But there was a ball that actually did get out of the stadium. Now, if you ever been to Progressive Field or as Clevelanders call it, still call it the Jake, uh, there is a DJ booth high above left field. Well, during a t- television timeout, you weren't able to see this on ESPN if you watched it. But during one of the television timeouts, they had some high school kids with aluminum bats doing their own little home run derby. And one of these high school kids actually jacked it out and it hit the roof of that DJ booth and then bounced into the fans who were on the street beyond left field. And it went inside this tent that had like a couple of wheelchairs in it and stuff and and, and some other equipment. Well, I saw, because I was standing about 10 feet away, I saw... All these guys just running after it and diving on the concrete (laughs) to try to get this baseball. By the way, it's a high school kid hit the ball, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they didn't. We we didn't know that. Standing out there. I found out this later because. Gotcha. Yeah. um, That's funny. That was pretty nuts. But somebody got it and he was nobody was hurt, thankfully. 
uh, maybe a couple abrasions from jumping on concrete but <laughs> or asphalt. But anyway. Uh, well, whose fault? <laughs> but I, I uh, before the final started, I actually walked across the street to one of the uh, adjacent bars. And I'm glad I did because two people sat down next to me. One guy was wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates hat. Another guy was wearing a Pittsburgh Pirates t-shirt. Or not t-shirt, polo shirt. Both these guys work for the Pittsburgh Pirates. One of the guys was a social media manager. So we're hoping to get some publicity through the Pirates because, you know, we cannot thank the Pirates enough. I mean, to put into We cannot. Per- it's awesome. Yeah, to put into perspective what the Pirates did for next Monday's game against the Cardinals, donating 200 tickets. The most tickets we got last year from a Major League Baseball team was 50 by the Brewers, which we thought was awesome at the time. And it was awesome. Yes, indeed. But, Any amount is really yeah. good, but... 200 tickets for this game on on, on Monday yeah, and, and against amazing. a division rival which right. you know and so we're super grateful to the Pirates and uh we've got this book promotion event on on Saturday here in Pittsburgh actually in Wexford at Northway Christian Community Church uh we're asking people to come out bring items to donate especially like sleepwear and and like sweatpants and and, and stuff like that for children age between the ages of 4 and 18 uh, these items are going to go to the Foster Love Project as well as Bethany Christian Services. And Bethany Christian Services is the organization that helped us organize this. And they are the ones getting the tickets from the Pirates. Uh, we got Chick-fil-A is going to be out there catering. Uh, they got, like I think, 100 sandwiches for, for people who show up. That's we great. have two All-Star Game t-shirts that we got uh, in Cleveland at the Play Ballpark that we're going to hand out to a, a couple people who show up on Saturday, and we, we are so excited for Saturday. Uh, hopefully I have a book. There's been some printing delays, uh, but... Um, I think we should just go over to the building where they print the books and just stand yeah, outside. Yeah, and, I know, right? You know. Pick it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring us our book. Bring or us our it's book. It's like the... Uh, uh, it's my Home money. run on wheels. Hey, maybe that's how we get some media coverage, babe. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We'll go. <laughs> protest the, the the print my my book print of that actually might be counterproductive but probably um yeah it's like at the uh what is it jg wentworth it's my money and i want it now it's my book and i want it now <laughs> there you go so well what i mean you were with at the play ballpark with me uh we posted that video on our home home run on wheels youtube channel it's about 30 minutes we tried to put about eight and a half hours worth of stuff into one video and we cut it down to 31 minutes so uh, i think it's fun you can watch me embarrass myself i am not i I used to be pretty good at baseball believe it or not but it's been a few years honey yeah yeah (laughs) you're a little out out of practice saying i'm a little out of practice is putting it mildly (laughs) i am terrible (laughs) uh but we did watch the all-star game together uh it's funny at the play ballpark we got these vouchers for the uh to get some food at the MGM Casino, south of, of Cleveland, and it was forty dollars worth of the, these food vouchers. Well, they got those forty at the casino. They got the forty dollars back from us. <laughs> they did <laughs> because a- after we ate, after the game was over, we decided to. Um, we each took twenty bucks. Twenty dollars and, and basically fed the slot the machines. Slots. <laughs> yeah, and the twenty dollars did not last very long. No, <laughs> within no, twenty minutes no. we were like, "Well, I guess we gotta go." <laughs> It was also late anyway. Yeah. I was getting sleepy. Well, it was funny. Like, you were pretty much disconnected from the game until the National League made it a one-run game. Well, yeah. I was watching it first, and I was kind of like, 
it's getting late and you know whatever do we have to sit here and watch the whole thing yeah and then yeah it was a one run and then you're like well let's go play our stuff so we and can go and i'm like now that it's a one run game you want to yeah, go yeah. what's wrong with you <laughs> but we we watched it we did not get our game playing in until the game was over and the american league did win for the seventh straight year four to three Boo. i know right Fortunately, though, it doesn't mean anything, right? Like, like it used to. It's not like the American League has the has home field advantage in the World Series now. Nope. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers have the best record in baseball. So if they were to get to the World Series again, it'd be the third straight year for them. By the way, if, if they were to get there, they haven't won it. They lost to the Astros and they lost to the Red Sox. But uh, the Dodgers currently have the best record in baseball. If they were to get back to the World Series, they would have home field advantage. But Home field advantage did not work out very well for my Brewers in the National League Championship Series last year against the Dodgers. But the NL Central is tight, though. I'll man. pretend like I feel bad for you. <laughs> the NL Central is tight. Everybody's just pretty much jam packed within like four or five games of of first place. So yeah, it's this second half of the season, especially in the NL Central, is going to be uh, pretty interesting. Last year, the NL Central was one of the better divisions with the Cubs and the Brewers and the Cardinals were hanging around there for a minute. But this year, everybody's just kind of like hovering around 500. It's kind of the division of mediocrity right now in baseball. They're just holding on to the end, man. (laughs) You know, and so after the All-Star game, all those festivities, um, there was a lot going on downtown. And we we ventured in one more time and went and saw Come From Away. Yeah, that was the best play we've ever seen. Hands down. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, both of us have seen a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in plays. You've been in a little bit as well. And I love theater. This was absolutely the best one I've ever seen. And it was just, it moved. It was staged so well. Mm-hmm. It moved along. It kept you involved the whole time it kept you emotional the whole time oh yeah for sure up and down there there were and funny parts so funnier you than you like, want to cry expect the whole time yeah but i did definitely cry my makeup off so if you don't know what come from away is about uh in two on september 11 2001 of course a lot of planes in the air a lot of them bound for the u.s uh the play focuses on one flight in particular that was going from paris to dallas well it that flight was one of 38 planes that got diverted to the gander newfoundland airport gander had about seven thousand people at the time and by the way it, it i just want to say that 38 planes doesn't sound like all that many but when in 38 one place, planes has like 200 people on board it, and and you're in a town that size yeah gander has about seven thousand people or had at the time about seven thousand people it doubled in size during those five days that these people were were stranded uh, yeah stranded there and these people in gander by the way I, I was one of i was probably the only person sitting in the audience who had actually who's actually been to the gander airport uh, when i was in the marine corps had a refueling stop on our way over to greece and yeah had a had a like a two-hour layover in gander we we got off the plane we were in the airport for a bit and then we got back on and and went over but well uh, that's what they said they actually used to be like yeah. a refueling point yep. that's why the airport was so big mm-hmm well, the airport's really not that big. It's like three runways, three, which is why a lot of the... Oh, I got the impression it was Which is bigger. why a, a lot of these uh, planes, a lot of the people on the planes were stuck inside the plane for like over 24 hours. In fact, there's one song called 28 Hours. But 
they they had to wait to get taxied in and stuff. But these people in Gander, though, they, they took these people in, they fed them, they made sure they had a place to sleep, and and uh, they just did it out of the, the their own just the kindness in their own hearts. And, and yeah, it's, it's a really just a good great message. story and, of humanity. Yeah, it, it really is, and what humanity can be. Yeah, and uh, you know, just the whole giving back and and stuff and. A lot of the people who were there on September 11, 2001, went back on September 11, 2011, 10 years later, to, to Gander to, to see the people. And um, one of the cast members, we met him, James Earl Jones II, a cousin of King Mufasa from The Lion King, <laughs> J- James Earl Jones, Darth he Vader. He deep voice. Uh, this is CNN. But he's a cousin. I, we thought it was like his son, but nope. Uh, he, he played Bob. But we met him after, after the play, and, and he's actually been to gander and met a lot of the people who are represented in the play like beulah <laughs> who like ran the school and and uh anyway yeah that's it's a great show if uh look up come from away if it's coming to your city go see it absolutely uh, we will we are coming to your city if you're on the east coast of course we're going to philadelphia from here and then uh baltimore and washington dc where we will again get kids out to games the nationals generous with donations to both Family Youth and Initiative, as well as Lutheran Social Services National Capital Area for games on August 16th and August 18th, so we're looking forward to that. But this week is about the Pittsburgh Pirates and Bethany Christian Services, and, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be fun. Now, outside of baseball, though, we're also looking forward to seeing what Pittsburgh has to offer. We didn't really have much time to do that last year when we were here. We were here only here for like three days, and we were up in Slippery Rock, so we were a little further away, too. Right, that was a ways, and that was when they had the concert. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to we check some things out. And we interviewed the band out. Nevada Color, the Pitt- Pittsburgh band Nevada Color, talked about talked a little music and uh, baseball Yeah, those that, guys. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was great to meet those guys. And that's when we learned of Tiffany Haddish, that she was a foster uh, child, and uh, her uh, in- initiative to get luggage to foster kids. So, I mean, if you want to bring out luggage on Saturday in Pittsburgh in, at uh, Northway Christian Community Church, in Wexford, I mean, please, you know, luggage would be good. But the the things they're really asking for, though, is sleepwear and like athletic wear for kids between the ages of four and eighteen, and of course, gift cards to, like to Walmart or Target are always good for items to donate. I actually just got I had a message from a woman on Facebook. Her name's Tammy. She reached out to me that says she's going to try to to make it on Saturday, and she and her husband they, they're older. And they, they thought they were too old to raise children. Well, they've adopted three foster uh, kids. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So I, I really hope to, Tammy does make it out there and, and, and we get to meet her. Yeah, I'd love to speak with her and, and hear about their experience for, for sure. sure. And we will also be interviewing somebody from Bethany Christian Services for next week's episode of the Home Run of Wheels podcast. That'll be Michelle Matthews. So looking forward to meeting her as well. And it was kind of funny. Like, on our way from Cleveland to here... We stopped. We used Harvest Hosts again, and we stopped uh, in Clinton, Pennsylvania, at Janowski's Farm. And we are not there for five minutes, and we had a little four-legged welcoming committee. We did, and and we hadn't even gotten out. You hadn't even shut off the engine yet, I don't think. I, I, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this, this, Ron, there's a deer out yeah, here. Yeah, this little fawn. Bambi. You're right. Uh, just walked right up and I, the, I had opened the door to the RV. I was getting ready to get out when I saw it and you saw it through the window. We posted a video of it, by the way, it's, it's up at, I, I, I tweeted it out at Ron underscore Clements and, uh, it's at the home run on wheels Facebook page as well. 
but I thought it was going to come in the RV until I I I got out of the RV you so that it would man. But then, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but then it was him. funny. As soon as I got out, it decided to poop right by the RV, <laughs> and then uh, it walked down toward the car, which was in tow, just like a dog. It peed by the car. I guess it had to, you know, he had to mark his spot. Right. It was a male, ma- male deer. So you're correct in saying Bambi. Of course, I'm correct. Right. Hello. Yeah, your maiden name's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I was able to pet it a little bit. Um, and then it, it ran across, uh, not really ran, but trotted across the street, across the dirt road, I should say. Right. And just lounged underneath this uh, truck that was parked over there. And we talked to one of the workers there and the the uh, the owner of, of the farm, Patty, also named Patty, right? Uh, they believe the deer's mother was killed and it has just been hanging out there. They They feed it. They put food out for it. So... They've been, I mean, some of them have been bottle like, feeding it, they said. Yeah, That's it's what like made me think of that. Unofficial pet. Well, and then I was um, outside and I came out I and I guess I made a noise and probably startled it and it ran over behind this bush. And then I walked out and they, and it was like looking at me and I said, hi, little guy. And just ran up to me and actually licked my hand oh, and was wow. like chewing on my ring. <laughs> I was <laughs> That's like, crazy. you're so cute. Yeah, it was very cute. And so you can watch that uh, video, not of Patty's hand getting licked by the deer, but the, our, nope, that's our an experience in, all my own. Right. Our initial encounter with uh, the little baby fawn in Clinton, Pennsylvania. But like I said, we're in new Stanton now, really looking forward to going up to Wexford on Saturday. Uh, spread the word. And get your copy of the Home Run on Wheels book. Uh, like I said, hopefully I'll have a book to sign for this uh, scheduled book signing. Uh, but contri- please support us. Patreon.com slash Home Run on Wheels. Support us. We, we need your support. Uh, we will use that money to buy items to donate, to buy baseball tickets to, to give to foster organizations. I mean, so Patreon.com slash Home Run on Wheels. If you contribute 20 bucks. Uh, you will get a signed copy of the Home Run on Wheels book. We'll send it to you. So please help us out. And if you're in the Pittsburgh area or in anywhere in Western PA or Eastern Ohio, for that matter, we hope to see you on Saturday. Yeah, come out and see us. It's supposed to be a hot one, so yep, we'll have to have some water to drink. Of course. Well, so next week we'll have Michelle Matthews from Bethany Christian Services on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Until then... Thanks for listening, and this week only, Go Pirates!